Don't ask me to talk. From the sublime to the ridiculous. Join me, Stacey Heller. And me, Eric Ryder. As we talk about what's good to watch, read, see, listen to, and more. An edutaining one-hour break in your day that includes the segment, What Are We Eating? Sponsored by Dingfelder's Delicatessen. Stick with us for something good. Welcome to Don't Ask Me to Talk on Kixie. This is a show that is basically whatever we think is good enough to share with the world because good stuff should be shared. I'm Stacy Heller. Hello, everybody. And I am joined by my co-host, Eric. Hey, Stacy, what's good? There's a lot good. There's a lot good in the world. Uh, I'm kind of excited, actually. There's some really random little things that I'm going to bring up today. And we last week... As opposed to uh, I know. every other day. I, I know. <laughs> I mean... Where you're always so I'm on topic. So on topic. So <laughs> focused. Like... Yeah. I mean, I got one of those uh, sweatshirts from uh, there's a YouTube channel called the Holderness Family, and they're actually the couple that won uh, the Amazing Race this year. So for people that follow the Amazing Race, uh, they won. Oh, sorry. Spoiler. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But they have this great channel. They're, you know, doofuses, whatever. And he talks a lot about his ADHD, and she shares a lot about her anxiety that she has. And they came up with a sweatshirt that says um, something like ADHD is my superpower. And then there's this like a little squirrel that's like running off. And that is so how I am. Like I get back to what I'm thinking and talking about. It just takes a really long time. So whatever. Okay. So hey, everybody. Uh, Thank you if you're listening live. And if you're listening to the podcast, thank you too. You can... Check out, for those of you that don't realize this, uh, you can check out this show and my other show, Stacy Connects, uh, on any podcast platform, really, and take a listen. Stacy Connects is really more of an interview show. I actually let other people talk a little bit. Uh, and that show, my mother tends to call or be involved a lot. And she adores Eric. She's a very nice lady. It, well... You're a very patient man. I mean, she like what makes me laugh is that she will call into Stacy Connects and she will have something to say or refute or she'll want to defend herself. Or other times she literally just calls to say hi to you. Well, to be fair, you often start the show with an update of how she wronged you in some way. <laughs> and, and so, you know, it's only fair that she would want to call in and give a little rebuttal. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and here's the deal. I realized that, uh, so I am a, a co-host, producer, I don't know, I'm the, the real, the, the people, the voice of the people on a show that uh, Greg Kuiper does called At The Root. Mm-hmm. And that is on KKNW. It's also a podcast. Yep. And so he talks a lot about like relationships and connection and childhood wounds and all this stuff. So- Mine is nobody listened to me. And so, I mean, it goes deeper than that. But, like, yeah, I literally am like, okay, I'll pay to do a radio show so that I can talk and people have to listen. And the ironic thing is that my mother now listens to it. So I'm like. It worked. It worked. (laughs) 
So I just, I needed to figure it out. And uh, I adore her. She is a trip. And uh, and that's what she did recently. She tripped. But she's doing fine. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so check out that show and you can learn more about Joan. You can uh, also listen to it live on our sister station. Sister station, say that five times fast. KKNW. It airs on Tuesdays from 3 to 4. Uh, remember that you can connect with us directly by texting or calling 475-999-2726. Or here he goes. 475-999-CRAM. I, cram and brand. Those are going to be <laughs> our favorite ones. Or maybe it's like cram some brand. Um, yeah, that is the number. And speaking of which, last week I blatantly was like bribing people to call or text in to see if my uh, my Google number actually worked. And do we have a drum roll? Let's see if you can do it. Thank you. So special thanks to Rosalinda for leaving a message after last, last week's show and to Patricia, <laughs> right? And uh, Patricia... Uh, Venable, hopefully I said that, she texted us. And so since I had said, like, whomever the first one is, but since we had one call and one text, we decided that they would both get, they chose actually, a $25 gift gift card to Dingfelders, which is being mailed to them. Yeah, neither of them chose Arby's. Neither chose Arby's. All right. Well, that's all right. I mean. They can drop by, pick up the horsey sauce and... I don't know. I don't know what they have at Arby's anymore. I I think I went there once when I was six and haven't been back since. But right, you know, I I am hearing that a, a lot of the jokes about Arby's are not justified. That's all I'm gonna say. But okay. I I can't testify to that myself. But that's just the uh, the the word on the street. Well, uh, fair and good for you for having an open mind. But of course. And not in the same league as Dingfelder. So, I mean, that's that's a world-class deli. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a whole different experience. And actually, yeah. it's kind of cool that last week we picked, uh, you know, foods to try to talk mm-hmm. about this week because that means that Rosalinda and Patricia get to try some uh, Jewish deli, which is pretty awesome. And he has been, uh, Vance has been doing a ton of construction on the site and uh, really turning it into what looks and feels more and more like a classic delicatessen. Now, awesome. This is kind of because right now they've got like a just like a sandwich window basically yep. that you walk up to and yep. get your sandwich, which is great when you're on the go, perfect for lunch, etc. Yep. But uh, you know, looking forward to being able to go in and sit down and relax and eat a big meal and then. Uh, Ask Vance if there's a place I could take a nap afterwards. Right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like on a park bench somewhere. Um, and it's kind of fun that I – so I have been doing these – okay, this is random. I have been creating these things that I'm calling high poos. Now, it's a haiku. However, I'm printing them onto napkins – that can be used in bathrooms, like, you know, paper napkins and whatever. And so, you know, silly little messages and whatever. And I've done a couple for Vance. And so I am very excited because Vance is going to have some of my high poos in his bathroom. 
All right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's kind of fun. It's here's the deal. It's a nice way of saying, for God's sakes, people, clean up after yourself. Right. So, like, I think one of them, and I'm not going to get it totally right because it's not in front of me. And haikus have a very rigid, like five seven five syllable thing. But the first one is something like, uh, "We aim to please." I. Uh, would you aim to please uh, and thank you? <laughs> and then it says, or wait, uh, we aim to please, you aim to please and thank you, says the next person. I mean, it's just a nice way of, anyway. Saying don't whiz on the floor. <laughs> yes, 100%. That's exactly what it is meant to say. And just reminding people that, like, you know, clean up after yourself. Um. Okay. I, I will have to let you know what these are. And I'm going to be making these available, uh, by the way. People can buy these. And I'm, I mean, it's kind of brilliant. I did another one for a friend uh, as a hostess gift. Hopefully she's not listening. That says, um, to the perfect host for drying your hands, but keep your filthy mind. Thanks. Some of these are thinkers. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, Eric? I know that you are like, wow, what is today? I am because, you know, every week you, <laughs> we've got a new national blank day. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I, it occurs to me now that we're only representing Thursdays <laughs> because that's our time slot I know. on the radio. And there's so many of these. But, uh, but yeah, I, I am very curious because I, I never, like, look at the calendars that have these made up holidays so. i didn't either and they are not made up these are real things okay. made up by somebody okay <laughs> i mean yes which brings me that's a really nice segue that brings me to national may ray day may ray day i don't even know what that is i didn't either so i had to look this up because i was like what the heck is that so Here's the history of National May Ray Day. And I bring it up because of your point about just making up these holidays, right? So the origin of National May Ray Day was thanks to a comedian named Richard Ankley, who decided to honor his brother Ray, who was born on that same day. In 1977, the Broadway Fun Spot, which is nicknamed for Broadway residents uh, in Michigan, decided to commemorate the day by turning it into an official holiday. Richard is also the founder of Welcome Giving Day, which is celebrated in November. So though National May Ray Day has many associations now, the general idea remains the same. To get out there and soak up some sun. It's a chance to catch the last breath of spring along with the gentle rays, precluding summer, a time where nature puts its best foot forward. Mm. And as their website, <laughs> nationaltoday.com says, today we celebrate all the rays of sunshine in our lives. So yeah. I, I'm guessing that means all the good people and fun things around you. Right? I and think I, I could get behind this holiday. It's a kind of a mouthful, but I sort of love it. Yeah. Like, So I, there's a lot of different days when you go to these like sites that have all of them. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's like the national ones. There's the regional ones. There's the, you know, world ones. Uh, and I picked this one because, A, when you live in the Seattle area, like, truly the idea of needing to capture, like, the ray of sunshine when it happens, like, you need to do it. 
So that totally made sense. Also, I love the fact that it's regular folks that are having these days made, as as you said. Like, I know, let's make it this day. I kind of want to know what you have to do, and I'm going to see if I can figure out a day. Well, that's all like, you know, your mother's days and your father's days got started. It was just somebody on a crusade to get people to recognize their mother. Right. And actually that lady <laughs> turned out to be a crazy person, but uh, it's a great story. That it, it is a good story. I don't know story. that if we have time to go into, but uh, yeah. And it sounds like May Ray Day is similar, maybe doesn't have quite the universal appeal as Mother's Day. Right. Um, so it, it didn't quite take off that way, but the sentiment is nice. Yeah. So, you know, basically... Uh, you know, catch your rays, appreciate the rays of sunshine in your life that may even be people. And if you know a ray, wish them a happy National May Ray Day. And play some Ray Charles. Oh, look at you. Love it. And wear your Ray-Bans. Okay, this could be bad. Uh, The other thing that today is, is National Barber Mental Health Awareness Day. (laughs) Okay. Again, I pick the ones that sort of tickle me. First of all, May is Mental Health. Uh, Health Awareness Month, and that's something that I talk a lot about on my Stacy Connect show. Um, and you know, I'm a big believer that talking about these things uh, it normalizes them and whatever. This is not about that. This is just makes me chuckle. So similar to like probably a bartender or whatever, there are a lot of people that say that their hairstylist or their barber it's like a confessional, and. They share, I don't know if this is true of, I mean, probably some men that have been going to the same barber forever. Mm -hmm. Um, But certainly, I'll say as a woman, like, I go deep with my hair stylist. You know, I'm like, I know that her daughter's having a baby and I know that it's a boy. (laughs) Like, you know, uh, you know, we talk about a lot of stuff. So they must just hear a lot. And so somebody made sure with National Barber Mental Health Awareness Day that we're returning the favor and recognizing the toll that all of our uh, kibitzing and complaining takes on them. (laughs) When you you sit down to get your hair cut, your barber says, how are you? And then so National Barber Mental Health Awareness Day (laughs) was created to ensure that we're remembering to return the question to check in with our barbers uh, as they so often check in on us. Right. So we get to say, like, no, no, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, I think I'm just going to avoid getting haircuts on May 19th. <laughs> I mean, well, it's today. So. Um, exactly. I mean, every year. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. Every year. Well. Because I don't necessarily. <laughs> want to know that much about my barber. I just want that the you just want 10 haircut? minute haircut and get out of there, you know. Well, I don't I don't need them necessarily to even check in with me, just concentrate on the the hair. Okay. Well, I hope generally speaking that barbers are doing well. Don't get me wrong. I well, as I hope for all humanity. There you go. Uh but it just, you know, when I'm getting the haircut, I prefer not to have the lengthy conversation just concentrate on getting that chopped and <laughs> get out of there. Well, uh, you remind me of my husband. He's the same way. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's nice. Let's go. Um, 
you know, I don't know. So I I feel like it runs either way. People are either like really have a personal relationship. I mean, people talk about how difficult it is to break up with their hairstylist mm-hmm. if you've been. Um, and again, I feel like I'm I'm generalizing here, but a lot of my women friends are like, oh man, I'm just not happy with my stylist, but I can't go somewhere else. Like, because typically you book your next appointment like right then and there. And so then like, what do you say? Like, oh, sorry, can't, you know, like out of time. Um, And so people don't know how to break up with their hairstylist and it's like you just ghost them. I mean, it becomes a relationship. Anyway. It is kind of fun when you get uh, like a hairstylist or a barber. That's kind of a character. Like I remember this old guy I used to go to um, and I can't remember his name now, but uh, for some reason like Coke, came up and he's like back in the old days they had cocaine in the coca-cola and i'm like uh-huh and he's like i they, they should never have taken that out i used to drink five or six of those in an afternoon and i was fine never hurt me none i was like five or six i'm starting to see why they took the cocaine out of the coca-cola uh-huh. oh my but, gosh uh, was yeah. his name ray perchance no no um, i don't think it was ray i mean that would have. Been- i think it was bill actually oh there you go yeah I'm with you. I will say that uh, when I used to take the boys for their haircut, when you take them to a barber, like character is like is the word. Now, if you really want to be nice and because I know that you're listening to this in the afternoon, but if you have time, it also happens to be National Devil's Food Cake Day. So you can bring your barber some devil's food cake. There you go. I mean, just saying, I love myself a good devil's food cake with... Uh, really bad store bought frosting. <laughs> you know those. You know those box cakes are really good. I think it's kind of underrated because you know they're like a dollar fifty or whatever, mm-hmm. and you make it at home with a couple eggs, and you're not doing too much. But those always are. I'm always very pleasantly surprised by the Duncan Hines and the Betty Crockers of the world. They're good. Uh, yeah. They're excellent. When I uh, when and I and I never understand why, like the supermarket, you get a cake from that, from them, uh, you know, and it's not good. It, I mean, it's just it's sweet, but it's not doesn't have anywhere near the the taste, the flavor of even your you know dollar fifty box that you get at the store and make yourself. It's I don't true. know why that is. And a lot of bakery cakes end up being really dry or too crumbly, and they're mm. not really very good. Well, if you go to a good bakery, you, inevitably you're going to get like a good piece of cake. But I'm talking about, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. going to name a chain or whatever, but, you know, the supermarket chains of the world have often turned out some pretty mediocre cakes. Uh, my fave cake is Costco cake. Oh, okay. I haven't tried them. I'm a Costco cake girl. So, I mean, I... I bake. I, I've baked. I had a cookie business, the whole thing. And my favorite thing is the Costco cake. And what I do is when you go to Costco, you can buy it right off the shelf or you can place an order and they can, you know, put on the giant uh, blobs of balloons and write it, whatever. Yeah. Now, the cake is like six foot by six foot. Yes. 100%. <laughs> because it's Costco. 100%. You can only get it in bulk. Well, and they are now doing uh, one that is round, and so they have the six foot by six foot, and then they have like the three foot round now. Okay. Uh, but what I like to do at Costco is, you typically have to get like the 
chocolate with like the chocolate mousse or the vanilla cake with the cheesecake filling. I like to order the vanilla cake with the chocolate mousse filling. And so I write like these love letters on the order and I'm like, oh, could you please? I would appreciate it so much. Blah, 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 blah. And nine out of ten times they do it. Nice. Um, the other thing uh, that that makes me think of is I used to manage a uh, gourmet food store in Darien, Connecticut. And we also had a catering business. And uh, Paul Newman was a frequent client and his wife, Joanne Woodward. And we would do a lot of uh, dinner parties. You know, it would be like, Gore Vidal's coming for dinner. And, you know, so-and-so's coming for dinner. And he didn't want to have one of our cakes that our pastry chef made. He wanted to have a box cake. And then we could use the bakery's fudge frosting. And then uh, he wanted long neck buds. I mean, he was a man of simple taste. Hmm. Gotta love that. Gotta love Paul Newman. Um, okay, so those are all the national days. Um, I don't any, anything else. I, I mean, I think we've said all we could. I mean, <laughs> about cake and and barbers. Uh, well, yes, there is uh, only so much you can say. Now, why don't we take a break? And we're going to be talking about uh, foods to try. And I figure you and I can chit-chat for a few minutes, but I suspect that we could get Vance to join us on this conversation. I like it. All right. Keep listening to Don't Ask Me to Talk with Stacey and Eric. We'll be right back. Stacey Connects, it's not just my business, it's my superpower. Whether you need the right tone and messaging for a new venture, or you've plateaued with your current one, I can help. I connect clients with themselves and their potential. Then, I identify unique solutions that translate your brand into messaging that connects your target audience with your business. Go to StacyConnects.com to connect with me and your messaging. Interested in learning something new? Meeting someone new? Find out things that we have in common? Well, of course you are. You're a human being. So let's get intentional about it. Join me, JDK Winnikin, every week and get all of that in less than an hour. I'm a writer, a historian, a social commentator, and my show is all about you. Really, that's what it's called. This show is all about you. Get my perspectives on the week's news and hear fascinating guests whose stories will inspire and move you. My show is all about giving you something that connects us. Join me Mondays on Kixie 880 at 3 p.m. or download it as a podcast. Can't get enough of Stacy and Eric? Then be sure and check out Stacy Connects with Stacy Heller wherever you find podcasts. Stacy chats with guests about a variety of topics, hoping to make a connection through conversation. Welcome back to Don't Ask Me to Talk with Stacy and Eric. So before the break, we were discussing all of the important national days. Uh, and my favorite still, National Barber Mental Health Awareness Day. So random. Uh, last week, we picked from the Wheelow Topics, mm-hmm. food to try. Food to try. Absolutely. So there's so many different ways that we can go with this. Yeah, I think we both agreed that we would take it in terms of uh, like maybe dishes to try uh, in the Seattle region. Yep, totally. 
So um, coming here from the, I mean, you came up here from California. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's not too much different, I would imagine. Coming from the East Coast, uh, there is a very interesting change of culinary sensibilities um, from the East Coast. I mean, uh, focus on seafood, obviously. However, the types of seafood, that changes. And the food, also the Asian influence, there is so many different types. Um, You know, Thai food, Korean food, um, uh, Filipino food, Chinese food, Japanese food, uh, Indian food. Um, Huge, huge, huge influence, uh, which is not the same on the East Coast. Um, So that's kind of cool. And the it's that Pacific Rim effect. It is the Pacific Rim effect. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. And then the last thing that I noticed is that uh, definitely Seattle has a big, and maybe it's because of Pike Place Market, but a big farm-to-table, like, it reminds me of Vermont. Very, like, let's try some granola and, like, boysenberries mashed into, like, whatever. Um, so there's that kind of healthy vibe. Yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. People are, you know, trying to eat healthy or, um, you know, and trying to be healthier environmentally as well as internally. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Do you have uh, some favorite places that you like to go, favorite foods that you like? Absolutely, yeah. Um, And uh, it's always a tough call of which kind of food that I like the best because— I, I really like, like I I think every country has you know two three dishes that I just adore. Um, I you know some people are like I only like Mexican food you know and it's like okay <laughs> that's great but really have you have you tried spaghetti because it's pretty amazing you know um, have you tried you know uh, a stuffed chicken from Ireland it's pretty darn good you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's tough too, as a, as somebody, you know, that's visited places outside of this country, when you try the dish over there in the home country and it's fantastic and then you get it over here and inevitably it's not as good. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm still trying to find like a really good Irish restaurant in the region. We've got a couple, Seattle, uh, more than Tacoma, you know, like um, Kells is pretty good. And uh, there's a bar called Fado that's pretty good. And, and in fact, if you want a good Irish breakfast, Fado does it right. Um, and that's that's hard to find in this wow. country for some reason. Where is that? Uh, so that's downtown Seattle. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, they do a really good Irish breakfast cause they get the, um, they get the soda bread, right. Mm-hmm. And you can get the brown sauce to go with it. Ooh. Um, and yeah, and it's not that expensive either. It go pairs great with a cider any time of day. Yeah. So, and uh, it's hearty. Like, it's oh a, yeah, it's a good, okay. So that's good to know. So clearly you're a fan. And I just checked and looks like Fado has closed, unfortunately. So, I guess I'm looking for a new place for an authentic full Irish breakfast. Uh, if anybody that's listening knows of some other places, then uh, remember, you can call or text us. Uh, call 475-999-2726. Let us know uh, if you have some other ideas for Eric, because it sounds like that is a big fave for you. Okay. Um 
I like this. I like that you're doing more of the talking. All right, tell me, tell me another one. <laughs> uh, another place that uh, downtown that I really liked um, was uh, there's a Georgian bakery, and uh, it's called Skull. I'm not even sure I'm going to say it right, but uh, Skalka, I think, is what it's called. Okay. It's a Georgian bakery, and they they make these. What does these... that mean? What is like a Georgian bakery? Well, it, the country of Georgia, rather than the state. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of Eastern European food, and they oh. make these um, delicious kind of uh, bread. I can't remember what they're called. Like it's like a bread boat essentially, and it's they put food in the top of it, um, like eggs and uh, you know different kinds of meat and sauce. It's wow. really a unique, uh, unique thing to try, and it's it's good and not that pricey either, which is nice. I need to go out with you. I'm like not adventure. I mean, that's sort of why I'm letting you and, you know, and we'll ask Vance when when uh, he joins, um, letting you guys do the talking for once, because I feel like with raising the four kids here, you know, you tend to do like, what's the fan favorite? Because yeah. A, budget and B, you know, you don't feel like having everybody go home hungry and you're like, no, I got to drive through McDonald's. Um, and so now that Pete and I are newly empty nesters, at least during the school year, uh, we can explore a little bit more. Um, so I'm taking notes here. OK. Any any others? Well, those are just off the top of my head, like downtown Seattle places. I'm mostly a meeting in Tacoma because I live in Tacoma mm-hmm. um, and we've got a ton of great restaurants down there. Uh, I tend to go for the like the street food kind of stuff mm-hmm. myself, but I do like to go out to a fancier place every so often. Um, and there's a great little cafe called Over the Moon that's in Opera Alley in downtown Tacoma that does a duck breast that is just insanely good. Um, so I highly recommend them. And then if you're feeling more like street food across the bar, across the alley, there is a bar. I think it's called the Rusty Goat. I'll have to double check that. Oh my gosh. But I'm pretty sure it's the Rusty Goat. And they do like um, uh, Japanese hot dogs and uh, a couple other dishes, like just street food stuff that's really good. Oh my gosh. Um, so that's those are a couple good picks, I think, in downtown. My favorite thing, I think, in the city is actually um, there's a drive through burrito place called Mimo's. There's one in Seattle, too, but nowhere near as good. And I don't understand this because at least it used to be there. Uh, the one in um, the U District of Seattle is, like, huge and always vacant. The one in Tacoma is tiny. <laughs> there is no seating inside. It is tiny. And it's always jam-packed. And the line is down the street. And the food is just demonstrably better <laughs> so, so i don't weird. understand it I, I don't know what the deal is but uh sorry seattle memos you just aren't doing it but if you go to the tacoma one uh the fajitas burrito is amazing okay so. oh my gosh look at you giving tacoma some love i love this this is good and um, then right across the street it's greek to me another great uh drive through restaurant also actually has seating though because uh, they used to be where Mimo's was. Then they moved across the street to get um, to set up a bigger restaurant. Um, and their food is really good. Greek food is good. Yeah, I love Greek food. So the Dolmatas that they do, 
are fantastic. They do a nice egg lemon soup that's really good. Um, their gyros, fantastic. Uh, what I like to do with them is they do a Greek dinner for two. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really not that expensive, and you get a ton of food, and you get to try like 10 different dishes. Wow. So, yeah, it's it's well worth doing that. But call ahead because that takes a while. You don't want to just sit there in the parking lot waiting for a half hour. Right. Yeah, that's not fun. I mean, you know, you could go get a fajita burrito across the street while you're you, waiting. You could. <laughs> but once you and those are huge burritos. So <laughs> you're going to be putting the other food uh, in the fridge yeah, well, then if you eat one of those fajita burritos. So that's probably not good. Yeah. Uh, so I, what? where are your favorite places here? Um, you know, I, I think about, we haven't explored enough places. Like, I mean, and you live on the east side. We're, we're on the east yeah. side and like we go to, uh, so we have a thing that we do every week. Uh, we started doing it literally when we were first married and all through will be, it'll be 30 years in June. And I would say if you put all of our Tuesday night dates together, we probably have missed, I don't know, four years out of 30. Mm-hmm. Um, and we always do Tuesday night date night. We started doing it because it was easier to find a babysitter on a school night. We could go out earlier. I could meet Pete uh, from work. We found the same place and we would talk about like, you know, how's your day? How's your week? Uh, you know, what's coming up? It's the kid's birthday. Uh, it's the holidays, whatever it was. And we would save our Friday, Saturday night babysitters for events and to go out and that kind of thing. Anyway, uh, and we like going. Now, there are some people that like to explore and go to a lot of different places. We like going to the same place every week because we like the fact that they know us. We walk in. Mm-hmm. They hand us the drink that we like. And Do you get the same dish every time nope. or do you change it up? Totally change it up. And there's enough. So we go to a Sip that's in the Issaquah Highlands. And uh, it's our cheers. And we can engage and chit-chat with them. Or, you know, they sort of know, like, okay, they seem to be working on something. Um, You know, they're having a conversation. And we just like that. Uh, And so the food is delicious. uh, But it's not like it's experimental and, you know, like, oh. Now, I do want to try. Well, what's your favorite dish there? What is my favorite dish there? They do some really great seafood. They'll do halibut a lot. And I love a white fish. And I'm a sucker for fish with a good sauce. And they do some really good sauces. Well, what kind of sauce are we talking about here? I don't eat much fish, so. uh... Um, It's like a... They'll do like a lemon cream sauce. Okay, that sounds um, good. But not like a heavy cream. It's very light and, mm-hmm. you know, some capers. Um, and I like that on my dolmatas. Right. <laughs> uh, and it, it keeps it light so that you can still and, and bright. I feel like a foodie. Uh, there's just a bright taste to it, um, which is really, really nice. And of course, uh, I'm a big fan of their truffle fries. That sounds great. Right. And they make a really good burger. So, like, if all else fails, I'm like, okay, uh, how about a burger? And I love that, love you a know, good burger. sometimes I'm like, hey, I am just in the mood for pasta. Like, can you do this and, like, switch this up and whatever? And they're very accommodating. I'm still trying to decide what my favorite burger 
in the region is. There's there's so many good choices, but uh, I think if pressed, I would go with maybe Pickwick. Have you tried them? No. Uh, it's another <laughs> drive-through place um, that that has a few different locations, kind of like a Dick's mm-hmm. or a Frisco Freeze in Tacoma. But mm-hmm. for some reason, they're just slightly better than Dick's or Frisco Freeze. Interesting. Yeah. But the the one closest to me in Fife, I can never get over there when they're open. Uh, wow. It's just a tiny little hole in the wall. Those are <laughs> and, the best places. And I can never get there when they're open, but there is... There is one in South Seattle that uh, I sometimes am able to get to um, when I'm going to events or whatever in Seattle, and oh, that's well cool. worth it. Yeah, great milkshakes, great burgers, great fries. What do you? Uh, what are your thoughts on Burgermaster? I haven't been to Burgermaster. Burgermaster, I, I don't know what I think about Burgermaster. I think it's a good burger. I. I do love the whole like drive-in pull-up experience. Mm-hmm. That's kind of fun, uh, and having the tray basically like leaning on the car and all that kind of stuff. Um, so that's kind of a fun vibe, I think. Um, yeah, there are a lot of different burgers that uh, my son will. He is a burger guy, and so he is always on a quest for a really good burger. And so we have tried burgers all over the place. Yeah, I, I think I'm definitely going to have to try Burger Master. I like Kid Valley a lot, too. They're good. Yeah, they're they're very consistent um, and very good. I don't think it's anything particularly over-the-moon different uh, like or unique, but just something to be said for just solid, consistent, delicious mm-hmm. every time. I will say yeah. that um, out of all of the chains, because we're trying to not talk about big chains too much with this right. conversation. But Five Guys makes a really good burger. <laughs> okay. I'll keep that in mind for when I'm on the road. Yeah. they. I mean, they just do. That's um, typically when I'll eat at a chain is when I'm on a road trip. Yep. 100%. All right. Well, uh, I have a feeling that we could go on and on, but I'm also curious Absolutely. about what Vance is maybe going to bring to the table because being yeah. part of the Seattle restaurant scene – uh, he knows a lot of people and he knows a lot of options. So, well, and we'll have to table this discussion. See what uh, I did there <laughs> for the break. <laughs> but I'd love to hear more on uh, your thoughts on your favorite picks uh, through the region. Because yeah, yeah, you're you're a little closer to Seattle than I am on the daily. So I imagine you're probably eating at more Seattle restaurants. So a little bit, yeah. And and you know, and the East Side is uh, definitely have not explored food wise. Uh, so I need to do more. Yeah, well, you know, um, you got to go a little further afield. Apparently. Yeah, all right. Let's take a break. And then when we come back, we can, uh, we'll we'll talk to Vance. Uh, keep listening to Don't Ask Me to Talk. We will be right back with Vance Dinkfelder of Dinkfelder's Delicatessen. Stacy Connects, it's not just my business, it's my superpower. Whether you need the right tone and messaging for a new venture, or you've plateaued with your current one, I can help. I connect clients with themselves and their potential. Then, I identify unique solutions that translate your brand into messaging that connects your target audience with your business. Go to stacyconnects.com to connect with me and your messaging. 
Interested in learning something new, meeting someone new, find out things that we have in common? Well, of course you are. You're a human being. So let's get intentional about it. Join me, JDK Winnikin, every week and get all of that in less than an hour. I'm a writer, a historian, a social commentator, and my show is all about you. Really, that's what it's called. This show is all about you. Get my perspectives on the week's news and hear fascinating guests whose stories will inspire and move you. My show is all about giving you something that connects us. Join me Mondays on Kixie 880 at 3 p.m. or download it as a podcast. Can't get enough of Stacy and Eric? Then be sure and check out Stacy Connects with Stacy Heller wherever you find podcasts. Stacy chats with guests about a variety of topics, hoping to make a connection through conversation. Welcome back to Don't Ask Me to Talk. I'm Stacey Heller, and we've got Eric, and of course, now Vance is on. So we can hear, Vance, what you think we should try. You're in the Seattle area restaurant scene. What do you think? What do we need to try? Eric shared his faves. Yeah, and obviously Dingfelder's is uh, number one on that list, of course. Thank you, Eric. I really appreciate that. Um, well, Eric, you know, uh, I have so many favorites that I just love because I'm a foodie. But I would have to, you know, I have to say a few places. Delancey. Have you been to Delancey? No. What kind of cuisine is that? So Delancey is a pizzeria. Oh, okay. And, I'm already on and, board. And it's amazing. It's an amazing pizzeria. One of my favorites, along with Dino's. Dino's is also a big fave of mine. What neighborhood is Delancey's in? Delancey is, it's in an interest, it's in Ballard. Okay. And I have to say, it's one of the best pizzas I've had. Their crust is amazing. And they they have the Jersey salad that's just fantastic. But the thing that I love about this place is that Essex is next door. And if you know New York and you know Delancey and Essex, there you go. So Essex has different small plate food that's wonderful. And the thing about Delancey is that their veggies are crazy. So not only are you getting really good pizza, you get really good veggies, and then you get really good apps at Essex and then the cocktails at Essex, off the chart. So that's a big one for me. That's number one. All right, I'm gonna check out both of these places next time I get a chance. Delancey is so good in Ballard. And then Homer, have you ever been to Homer? No, where's Homer at? Beacon Hill. Beacon Hill, all right. I have to say Homer is one of the best restaurants in this city. Really, what kind of cuisine are we talking here? You know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's the Horn of Africa, Middle Eastern, Israeli, Lebanese kind of cuisine. Right? All right. So I'm on board. And it, it's those spices. And, it, and yet they called it Homer. <laughs> it's called Homer. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe it's like the, at Homer. Like, they have like this, the Iliad. So they, they're, you, you know, they're, they're pita bread. They make their own pita to die for. They, they they have these these small plates that are just phenomenal so well well designed and yet simplistic with really good ingredients 
I personally think it's one of the best restaurants in the city, bar none. And, you know, they have, you know, lamb and the whipped garlic is one of the things that I love. Okay. And you have to get the whipped garlic. You got to get the pita. You got to get the lamb, the, the lamb keftes. And you, just go, just go there and let them wow you. You got to go like three and four times. Another place that I just love is, um, is Milk Drunk, same owner. And Milk Drunk is on Beacon Hill and they do, they do amazing fried chicken sandwiches. Oh. Like really good chicken sandwiches that crispy, crunchy, great with really good toppings, really fresh, great food. Their mozzarella sticks are ridiculous. Wow. <laughs> Normally, mozzarella sticks are so played out. And I am like, so not a mozzarella stick guy. Okay. But I have to say, their French fries and their, their mozzarella sticks are money. And the best thing about Homer is they have this, this machine, that like, you know, like it's like a Slurpee machine except their alcoholic beverages. Wait, oh, wow. is this at Homer or is this at the other place? No, this is this is at Milk Drunk. Oh, okay. At Milk, Milk Drunk. Drunk. Okay. okay. I'm looking the, at the uh the Homer website by the way, restauranthomer.com and these pictures are uh, a knockout. They <laughs> just looking at the pics makes me want to be there right now. And and the, and home and Milk Drunk not only do they have great chicken sandwiches, not only do they have like amazing mozzarella sticks and these cocktails that are smoothie cocktails that are really good, you know, they have soft serve. They make their own soft serve. And, oh my gosh, done. I'm in. And, 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 and the toppings, they've got the, you know, the hard shell caramel or the chocolate and peanut butter. Crazy. Love Homer. I mean, love Homer, love Milk Trunk. Go down the Don't! street. Sorry, I had to get that in. <laughs> Go down the street to Carnitas Michoacan. Fabulous, fabulous Mexican food. Menudo on Sundays. Mwah! Amazing. What's the name of this place again? Because I, I got to say... Mexican food in Seattle has been kind of a miss for me so far. So to oh, get to get a good no, recommendation, I, mean, I love it. Our Mexican food in our town, we have some really good places. Um, not only in Seattle. I mean, the, you know, in Georgetown, in Georgetown, there's Fonda La Catrina. In Ballard, there's Oaxaca, which are two different types of food. And Oaxaca, it's Carta de la Oaxaca, something like that in Ballard. And it's all the kitchen is all women and they and they kill they're just they're known for their mole and their sauces love a good and mole carta uh, or fonda la catrina in georgetown you know it's one it's a really good mexican place they make their own tortillas uh, there's some places up in everett that are phenomenal as well um but you know and i haven't even mentioned you know reckless noodle I don't know if you've ever been to Reckless Noodle, but no. they're amazing. And uh, I think it's Tommy is the, is the chef's name. He was uh, Jerry Tronfeld from Poppy. He was a sous chef over there for 10, 15 years at Poppy. And he opened up Reckless Noodle 
and is just killing it. He does a braised beef cheek noodle that is just to die for. So good. It's a, and it, and it has, uh, you know, the, uh, the Szechuan peppercorns, green and red Szechuan peppercorns. So it gives you that spicy little tingly thing going on in your mouth. Off the hook. Great menu. Better cocktails. <laughs> One of my faves and has to be tops on the list is uh, Spinasse and Artuzzi. And Spinasse is an Italian restaurant that's on 14th and East Pine across the street from, say it, Dingfelder's. But it's been a favorite of mine for many years since before I opened Dingfelder's. They have an amazing, they do great Northern, great, not Northern, Great Italian food, period. They bake their own bread. They do this tagine, which are these very thin egg noodles. They make them fresh. It's really what made their business. You can get it with butter, sage, and Parmesan, which is my favorite, or the lamb ragu. A incredible. And they just, they just did a, a private dining room where they can do up to 35, 36 in a private dining room. Wow. So they're doing an amazing job. And I don't know if you've ever been to El Terrazzo Carmine. All right. Now, hold on a minute. <laughs> Clearly, we're going to have to have a whole episode where we do this. Okay. So you've given us a lot to think about. Uh, but since, of course, we're going to run out of time, what about Dingfelders? Well, of course. Of course there's Dingfelders because, you know, it's all about the meat, right, Stace? Uh, yeah. And at Dingfelders, we just love you from the inside out. And that's really what we do. Our, our amazing things, and we're going to add some things to the menu when we reopen, like our Reuben. Our Reuben, I'm going to just say it now, is going to be the best Reuben in this city. Done. I, Done. That's it. Right. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and you got to come try our sable. Our sable fish is really good. So, you know, we smoke our own fish mm -hmm. and, you know, our salmon is everybody. I mean, we, we go through uh, probably, no, probably we go through about 300 pounds of salmon, smoked salmon a week. Wow. We started doing, um, we started doing sable fish and, and our sable fish and sable fish is a delicacy. It's, it's expensive. It's black cod. You know how expensive black cod is. And then we brine it and we smoke it. And then at the end, we, you brush it with some seasoning and uh, a little honey. Uh, it's famous. And back east, when I was growing up as a kid, my, it was my grandfather's favorite smoked fish. Mm -hmm. But I always felt that it was, as a kid, I was a whitefish kid. And I felt that the sable, I was like, eh, it's a little too fishy for me. But as an adult, the creaminess and how, how buttery the, the cod is with saltiness of the brine and the sweetness of the honey, it is phenomenal. Now we're doing it. It's a special thing. We're going to have it now always. Keep an eye out for our... Um, you got to try it the next time that you're in. Uh, yeah, uh, that'll be actually quite soon. Uh, <laughs> every time 
every time you do it. I love the fact that uh, as a Seattle foodie, uh, you obviously, you know, you sponsor the show. We want people to go visit Dingfelders, but I love that you're so supportive of the, the food community in Seattle and you have so many great takes. So uh, folks, make sure that if you didn't get all the names of these places, you can actually listen to this, the podcast version and bring your pen and your paper and take some notes and tell them Vance sent you. I've been taking notes this whole segment for sure. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, I'm hitting up milk drunk next time I got a show that I'm going into, uh, into Seattle for. So uh, milk drunk is really yeah. cool after a game. Can't wait to try it. You know, if you go, um, and they're open till like, I think 10, and if you get out of a game, you just shoot up the hill. It's really cool. Perfect. Well, thank you, sir. Oh, sir. What? Who? Hey. What? You deserve respect. God bless you, Stacy. I love you. Eric, thank you. thank you so much. You take care. Likewise. Have a great weekend. Oh, man. All this talk about food today just has me starving as usual but uh well you know and kind of fun that it's vance, almost dinner time so it, that works <laughs> a couple hours really well <laughs> uh it's kind of fun that vance shared some of the things i mean yeah obviously dingfelder's jewish deli and yeah. then nourish and everything but he has some really interesting picks and perspectives absolutely um, okay so we actually for next week's topic we don't have to spin the wheel I'm going to spin it anyway, just for fun. But uh, you go ahead and tell us all right, what the well, topic spin is. Spin it first and then go. And it, it landed on the line between two topics. So this is perfect. Ah. But you've got this topic already I ready to go. I do. So speaking of SIP, uh, Tony LaStella... He is a musician. He sings there on Friday nights, I think, or Saturday nights. And he and uh, Maritza Caputo have a podcast. Marzia. Marzia. Thank you. I, I got to get that right. Anyway, they have a podcast called The Italian Radio Show. And I am constantly talking with Tony about how I'm Italian by marriage. So I felt like this could be a really fun conversation. I bet they'll have some opinions on foods to try, too. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> so I think that'll be really fun. And uh, so we don't have to worry about the topic. We already know what it is. Um, and that is it. Thank you for listening. Remember to share what's good with us by calling or texting 475-999-CRAM. You got it. See you next week. 